Most people liked Tate Willow. They thought she was nice. They thought she was pretty. They thought she was smart. Tate didn't think she was smart at all. School was harder for her than it was for other kids. Sometimes letters and words got mixed up in her brain. Sometimes she forgot to do things in the right order. It took Tate twice as long as anyone else to finish her homework, but she tried to keep that a secret. Last year at her old school, she'd gotten some extra help with reading, and by the time school let out in June, she had improved. She was still not a fast reader, but her reading teacher said Tate remembered what she read better than anyone. Finally, there was something she was good at. So Tate had decided that when school started again in the fall, she would try out for the book quiz team. She liked the idea of sitting at a table with a buzzer in front of her and pressing it when she knew the answer. She liked the idea of making points for her team. She liked the idea of seeing her family in the audience. They'd be proud of her and clap for her. They'd say, Tate's our reader. Tate had copied the list of books she would have to read during the summer, and by the first day at her new school, she had read every one. Only now she wished she hadn't. What was the use? She would never make the quiz team. The handout she had gotten today made that very clear. Tate stepped off the big yellow school bus. Her shoulders slumped. Her backpack dragged in the dust of the country road. Abner, Derek, and Celia Willow leaped off the bus behind their sister and raced to the Stone Ark Bridge. Every day after school, the four Willow children liked to drop sticks in the river below. Then they rushed to the other side of the bridge to see which stick came out first. Ready, set, Abner began. Then he said, Tate, come on, we're waiting. Go ahead without me, Tate called. She walked slowly to the bridge and sat on its stone ledge. She didn't feel like playing. She just watched the river. The river was usually a quiet, slow stream that curled around hollow stone hill like a sleepy blue snake. But now, after two weeks of rain, it was a muddy brown snake, wide awake and moving fast. The stick swirled and tumbled as they came out from under the bridge. One hit a rock with a sharp crack. Derek and Celia could not agree which stick had come out first, so they picked up new sticks and started over. Abner sat down beside Tate. What are you going to join at school this year? He asked. I'm going to be in the science club. We're building robots. Tate shoved her backpack a little with her toe. Of course Abner would be in the science club. He had brains. He did his homework three times as fast as she did, and he was only one year older. I'm doing peewee football, Derek said. He stood on his hands in the middle of the bridge. Maybe I'll do scouts too. He had found an old scouting handbook of his father's and had been trying to learn the different knots. Tate's legs swung back and forth. Bump bump, bump, went her foot against her backpack. She could hardly do a cartwheel, and she had failed her last swimming test. But Derek was a star at every sport he tried. 
She supposed he would be good at tying knots, too. Why did things come so easily for everyone else? Celia gave up on her stick and leaned against Abner's knee. Miss Beefle put my picture of a dog up on the bulletin board. She says I should enter the art contest for my grade this year. Celia sighed happily. Miss Beefle says I take after my mother because we're both talented artists. Tate dangled her backpack by its strap and kicked it up in the air a little. Then she caught it, thinking about what Celia had said. Her little sister was good at drawing, for her age, much better than Tate had been. Now there would be two artists in the Willow family. Tate tried to feel happy about this. She failed.